I know my so I'm trying to do this with my AirPods instead of the big headphones this time because I don't use like the mic on those headphones anyways and they make my ears feel like they're suffocating Mm. and but for whatever reason like it keeps I don't know every once in a while you guys sound like chipmunks in my ears (laughs) and I can't understand anything so I think we're good though Jess and the chipmunks let's go that's really what it sounds like (laughs) well um Welcome to uh, this episode of Jess and the Chipmunks, also known as <laughs> Oh My God, They Were Teammates. Oh my God. Jess oh my and the God. Chipmunks. They were... <laughs> oh my God, They Were Chipmunks. <laughs> oh my God. I think we've got our episode title already. Excellent. The other day, Mama Pop was talking about something and she said, yeah, they were teammates. And without thinking, I went, oh my God, they were teammates. And she just looked at me blankly because she didn't know what I was referencing. <laughs> That's like the story of my life because I always yep. have like 15,000 references that no one here knows. Mm-hmm. Like I was at, at a, a theater performance with a friend of mine and I like I grabbed my phone and like checked my notifications and like naturally my wallpaper and home screen is Matthew Kachuk. And my friend was like, is that a hockey player? And I'm like, you recognize it's a hockey player? Aww. It's just like, yeah. So that's, you know, where we're at. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we're recording this on Sunday, November 13th. We're all really, really tired today. So this should be a really fun episode. I'm assuming we'll find each other extra hilarious like this. I hope I'm so. I'm here for it. Or you'll um, just hear us yawning for an yeah, hour. Yeah, uh, Jess will, will presumably cut out some of the yawning, maybe not all <laughs> of it. No, I think she should. what she should do is she should put like a highlight reel of yawns right at the end where it's just all these yawns in a row. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the after credits sequence. Yes. Yes. I like it. Uh, as usual, we have a lot to talk about today. Um, <sighs> we're already There's tired one. just thinking There's about one. it. <laughs> I don't know if it caught that. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll find out later. <laughs> it definitely caught that. <laughs> I was just kind of like throw in her mic. I'm sorry. I elbowed it. That was a mistake. I'm sorry, Jess, to you listening to that later and having to edit. That's okay. As I elbow it off the table. No, I was just putting a sweater on. All right. Let's go. Okay, where do we even start? Like, there's there's a lot. Okay, no. Um. Okay, where do we start? How about we start with Ryan Reynolds? Because that's, like, the biggest story in the hockey world right now, I think. Yes. Ryan fucking Reynolds. Feels like such a universal story. Like, I, can't, I don't think any hockey fan doesn't know how Ryan yeah. Reynolds is currently connected to hockey. Um, And it's one of those things that uh, I feel like has escaped the hockey containment bubble. Like, there's a lot of <laughs> things where it's, like, it's news for hockey fans but other people have no idea what you're talking about but like this was on like the jimmy kimmel show like this is like Mm -hmm. fallon jimmy fallon i am so sorry i know i always confuse all of these yeah there's too many many talk show hosts there's too many james and jimmy's and yeah sorry sorry jimmy stew um (laughs) no but like he this was literally on like national television and then he was Mm -hmm. actually at the game i loved that yeah, and he's like he's like such a fucking troll and he's so funny. Like the whole 
talk show bit was it was very good yeah it was great like they said like um like jimmy fallon was asking him like oh is is this like serious people are saying you want to buy the ottawa senators he's like yeah yeah he's like yeah it's serious it's just that like you know you need a a certain amount of money and so like i need a sugar daddy or a sugar mommy uh and naturally the entire hockey community responds to that totally normally like yeah no (laughs) what i found funniest is that i think gary bettman said something about like yeah hope he gets a sugar daddy or whatever like can you imagine that coming out of gary bettman's mouth like i don't want to imagine it that's even more uncomfortable than listening to gary bettman speaking french (laughs) (laughs) that was bad y'all yeah that was not good did they actually talk to him, uh, to Ryan Reynolds at the game, or did they just like show him at the game? Um, I think they just showed him. Yeah, I think they just showed I, him. I turned it off a little bit early because I felt like I was being a bad looked charm to the sense at that point because like nothing <laughs> was going right. Um, but yeah, mostly they showed him like having a great time when the sense scored and just like vibing and taking pictures with people and just you know having a good time. Yeah, and I thought it was nice that he was there as a Senators fan because he's from the Vancouver area. Like, I'm pretty sure the team he grew yeah. up with is the Canucks. Yes, so, I was just going to ask. I knew he was Canadian, but I didn't know where he was from. He's from the from. Vancouver area, and then yeah. later he lived in the Ottawa area for a while as well. Yes, correct. Oh, cool. So, like, these were his, you know, they were battling for Ryan Reynolds' affections, as people mm-hmm. on Twitter were saying. Uh, I hope he <laughs> didn't take the result into account. <laughs> Yeah, the Canucks but, ended up yeah. winning that game. It's fine. I'm fine. Um, but we do have some some sense content for on ice stuff, uh, other than just you know the big Ryan Reynolds story. Um, we have um the Claude Giroux ridiculous goal from center ice. Like that was yes. like that he he's done this before. Claude Giroux will like flip a puck on directly on goal from center ice and because it's like often like bouncing Wait, like with awkwardly. a goalie or yeah with a goalie in okay because i was i thought maybe you were gonna segue into kent johnson scoring an empty netter from like the other side of the ring oh or, no, wait no that was no. nick blankenberg i am so yeah. sorry apologies to jess specifically yeah. <laughs> okay. no this I'll is my segue into claude Giroux, like scoring with the goalie in. i think it was against vegas i think yes. it was logan thompson in goal um and he like he will do this all the time. He did it to Hart, Carter Hart too. Um, he like will flip that puck in from center ice and like have it bounce awkwardly so that it's a tricky save for the goalie. Holy crap! He didn't even it watch it in. either. He just turned around and he's like he going just back turned to the around bench. and headed towards the bench <sighs> and it fucking went in. Like that was a goal. Okay, I gotta I gotta watch good. this. You could you could see the little fucking smirk like ugh. I love him. I like, was watching that game for some reason. It must have just been that it was like the only one on with a team yeah. that I cared about. Yeah. Um, so I like I watched mean, that happen Vegas, live. That's bound to be fun. Yeah. And then Claude Giroux was, did that. It was a lot of fun to watch the um, like play-by-play and announcers' reactions to him just like yeah. turning around and not even watching it go. Yeah. He really did just like head back yeah. for a line change. That's yeah, hilarious. Yeah. He's done. It's like, I don't care. It can go in. It can miss. Doesn't like, Claude matter to Giroux me. was being peak Claude Giroux these past couple of weeks. <laughs> like, he did that. And then he uh, played the Flyers for the very first time. And, like, was kind enough to return Carter Hart's stick to him. Like, he literally kicked it back to him after Carter Hart lost. I'm like, and apparently said, like, later in an interview, said, like, I'm just a nice guy. 
He's still oh. Carter Hart's dad. Jess, which yeah, one of your Blorbos was it who uh, scored and then like in overtime and then immediately left the ice? Cam York. Cam York, yes. Yes. Yeah, scored in overtime and just went straight to to the locker room. And everyone yeah, else just like, followed everyone him. Yeah, like followed him right away. Like they didn't even Selly. They just all went off the ice. <laughs> that's great. It's like Cam York says, okay, that's it. That's that. We're done. That's good. Claude has Same taught over. his children well. Yeah, obviously. all of them. He's he's teaching his new children well too, because like they they played Philly twice now. And it's just like Claudia was a chaos demon out there. It was very fun. I'm um actually a little bit glad that I couldn't watch his return to Philly. I don't know that emotionally I would have been prepared, so I'm kind of glad I was busy. Yeah, well, I heard it. My, I heard it was kind of rough. My feed didn't do the whole pre-show thing, or I wasn't in time Aww. for it, or something like that. And I was like, good, because I am not emotionally ready for this. <laughs> I cannot do this right now. Yeah, I saw things on Twitter, um, but that's all. Oh, I saw all these tweets about like, oh, the tribute this, uh, the tribute this, and I was like, I am just not going to open that. Yeah. I'm not in a place where I can watch this right now. The Flyers released the mic'd up from his last game as a Flyer, and like, I only saw <sighs> parts in the locker room where he's like, like half crying and saying, "I love you guys." I'm like, nope, nope. Yeah, his speech at the end of the game that was a lot. I can't, hard I can't to watch. do it. No, can't. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm-mm. Maybe he, like, maybe the Flyers need a substitute, like how uh, Felino is subbing in for Swayman, or is it Allmark or Swayman? I'm sorry, I always get them mixed in up. For Swayman, um, yeah, Allmark they're... apparently was like he'll he'll be fine. He's from Alaska. They're like badass. They're tough. <laughs> yeah, that was cute. <laughs> and um, yeah, and then for the goalie rituals, Felino subbed in for the goalie hug because I mean, if anyone's gonna, it's Nick Felino because he's a goalie mm-hmm. hug connoisseur. Yes, he is. Like, him and Bobrovsky. And Merzlikens. Because, like, and uh, I forgot about the captain of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yes. And um, back in the day, Sergei Bobrovsky was the goalie there. And then Elvis was the backup at first. And then uh, Bobrovsky went, for, went to Florida. And then Elvis was, you know, the starter. And he, like, had different goalie hug rituals with both of them. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was I very. I remember the. Elvis sad no Nick Felino goalie hugs that he did. Oh god, oh, yeah. that hurt me. <laughs> wasn't that like wasn't that the the trade deadline of like death to goalie hugs? Yeah, basically. Probably, Nick yeah. Felino went to Boston. Uh David Riddick got traded to Toronto. Yeah. Because that oh, was the yeah. end of the Matthew Chuck David Riddick hug. And I think there was another one and we were all like, oh come on. Like, who has it out for the goalie hugs? That's so sad. But I mean, seeing Felino step in now was was just perfect. It was like, yeah. it felt like a really nice full circle moment. He's another just like team dad. Doesn't matter yeah. that he's not captain anymore. He is just a dad. Oh, yeah. Oh, he'll always be captain in his heart. And and probably a, um, a friendlier hug. Like, there are captains <laughs> who enjoy hugs. I know where you're going. And there are this. captains who completely <laughs> betray a hug yes jamie ben we're talking about you <laughs> i knew going yeah no i really that enjoyed that so, oh so i was at that game in person right and i actually missed that moment and so i just look over and they're like grappling and i'm like what the fuck happened because hyman is not a fighter so i'm like what the hell is going on 
I forgot then, that that was the game you were at. Yeah. Yeah. No, and but then like, I and then were... I and then somebody sent me like a replay reel on Instagram, and I was like, "Oh, that's what happened. That's really funny." <laughs> yeah, it was like, it, and it made no sense. Like Jamie Ben, what the fuck are you doing? Like, but I think that often about Jamie Ben, but like in this case, <sighs> I think he just really wanted to fight. So they were like, there was like kind of a scrum going on in front of them, and like Hyman and Jamie Ben kind of had their arms around each other. And then Jamie Ben kind of randomly hits Hyman's stick so that it falls on the ground. Hyman kind of gives him this look like, buddy, what was that for? Picks it up. Jamie Ben like hits it again. And then he's like, what? And then and then he kind of like hits like grabs his head and like moves him. And then they just started grappling at each other. And so all I caught in person was that they were starting to grapple. And I was like, oh my God, what's going on? I was like, I'm gonna be present for Zach Hyman's very yeah you career fight what the video that i saw was like the the back of them too so you couldn't even see zach hyman's face but just his body language when what the the first time all over his body language well it was just like really like that's really what you're gonna do it was so funny yeah it was very like he was like i know that zach hyman is a dad to a young son so it was very much like really you're just gonna throw your legos on the ground that's not how we deal with our toys exactly <laughs> like you could get all of that just from the back of him yeah, yeah. I, like the dad vibes are very strong mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there's jamie ben like i just want to uh, throw a tantrum and fight um vibes are also really strong he has the most petty cancer vibes of anyone i've ever met and like my best friend is a cancer it, it, like a also. cancer sign guys like yes. not yeah not, not like cancerous cancer. Like, no. yeah. Do you know how wild it was to watch him get a hat trick? Because he's only had one goal before that in the entire season. And I think it was the game before. So I was yeah. sitting there like, first goal, I was like, huh, I didn't think Jamie Ben was as much of a scorer anymore. Like, I know that he's still playing and stuff, but he doesn't, he's not like where he was when he won the Art Ross. That was kind of weird. And then the second goal, I was like, was it, was that, was that Jamie Ben? Like, what? And then the third goal, I was like, what? <laughs> you were like, I can never attend a Stars game ever again. I was so confused. And, like, I was, um, I almost, like, couldn't even be mad about it because I was just so deeply confused by what was going on. I was mad about it. I didn't realize I wanted he had to be a hat mad trick. About it. Sorry? I'm so behind. Like, I didn't even realize he had a hat trick. No, he I got have... a hat trick. Oh, yeah. It was in Edmonton, so there was not a single hat that fell on the ice. Fair. Good job. <laughs> no, like all of the prep for the wedding this past weekend, I've missed like everything in the last couple weeks, it seems like. You could maybe we could get you to meet Wes McCauley and you could do like officiating together for weddings. Yes. Yeah. I would, would officiate a, a wedding with him. It'd be a lot yeah. of fun. Okay, but maybe we should just catch Jess up on all the hat tricks. Errol Carlson got a hat trick? Yes. Wow. He that did. was Guess who picked him up in fantasy like the night before that? You did. Nice. I was like he's playing on an off night. I need a defenseman who's putting up points. It was like best decision. <laughs> but also it's just like defenseman hat tricks are rare. They're so rare. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's such a wild, like, good pickup for you in fantasy yeah. because no one probably would have predicted that for him. No. No. No, I uh, I picked up Tage 
Thompson like a day after he put up the six point <laughs> game. So, you know, like karma wanted to make up for that apparently. That's good. Yeah, and then there was another Hattie of I I would like best to call of this- them all, the most important one. Yeah, the hat the trick of narratively compelling. This one I'm I sorry, didn't hear about. Yeah, this is like yeah, because I was screaming about it, presumably. <laughs> um, Jack Eichel returned to Buffalo yet again. We talked about the previous return. We like we talked about this in a previous episode. I had I'm pretty sure a whole 15 minute rant about it. I think most of it was cut, but uh, last time Jack Eichel was in Buffalo, like the two players uh, who got traded to Buffalo for him both scored. It was uh, like he got booed every time he touched the puck. It was awful. We were like all of us on the pod were like very pissed about it because it was so bullshit. Because like you can't treat Jack Eichel like garbage for years and not support him and not have let him have you know uh power over his own medical decisions and then treat him like that. But apparently, you know mm-hmm. that's still going. But Apparently, this time, the booze powered Jack Eichel. He had, like, two breakaways in the first period. Didn't score on those. And then the third period started. And just in the third period alone, Jack Eichel put up an assist. to, And, like, the entire team celebrated his assist harder than they did the goal. At that <laughs> I love point, when that like, happens. seriously. It was so cute. And then he was like, all right, I guess I'll go get a hat trick now. Oh, my gosh. That was all in one period? It was all in one period. Oh, holy shit. I didn't it know was, that. It was seriously, like, it was 3-2 Vegas after the second or something. Uh, the end, final score was 7-4. Oh, my God. Huh. So, like, uh, uh, what I uh, love is that I saw a picture of one of his cellies, and he was very much doing the, are you not entertained? Oh, yeah. He was absolutely doing the gladiator are you not entertained moment like mm-hmm. that picture was all over sports twitter it was so good it's a great picture and honestly so valid because they 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 booed him every time he touched the puck mm. sometimes even just when he came over the boards yeah they did that last time too it was a lot and you could tell like he's back he's healthy he's feeling good and it was just really nice to see how much the team, how happy his team was for him. Like, there's mm-hmm. uh, footage on the Vegas Golden Knights Twitter after the game where they, like, you know, have the camera on the team. And Jack does, like, really awkward wave at the camera. And then they, like, focus on Mark Stone. And he was like, that was fucking amazing. <laughs> like, he was, like, cursing and very excited. Let's go home. You know, like, this was the last game on the road trip. And then they hear someone else, and you can't tell who it is, say, poetic justice. Or something like that. I was like, I love that screaming screaming i did like i I saw like the week leading up to the game so like what this past week um that he had gotten asked at least once maybe twice about his return to buffalo last season and about the whole his comments after the game about it being oh yeah you know the the loudest loudest that he ever heard it and i liked that he was very open and honest with his answer and that he said he didn't regret what he said that night but that like he understood why people were upset about it because he was really emotional that night. And so was mm-hmm. everyone else. And he was like, I just came out of this game. Like we lost hurt. this game. Yeah. And he's like, that's he what I said. And I would say it again. Yeah. That was so, a big part for me. Acknowledging that his feelings were hurt. Yeah. No, so I really liked that. That he's, yeah. you know, like, yeah, he's a hockey player, but he's not just like a, um, 
I don't know what the I don't know what the word is. He's not just like a resource for the team. Like he's a person yeah. with feelings, mm-hmm. and he, you know, and and, and he did and go through fans, like a those difficult fans medical so, thing. Those fans are so angry and so bitter that they don't consider that he's a person with feelings and emotions and preferences that he's allowed yeah. to want out of there. That he's allowed to uh, be hurt by people booing him whenever he comes back to a place that has meant a lot to him. Yeah, no, yeah. like, because hockey does not like, gen- as a general rule, hockey culture um, prefers guys to be very stoic and just kind of, yeah. like, always push through it. And I like that and, and Jack hockey- was like, no, I don't have to give you that. I, yeah. I get to mm-hmm. choose what I give you and yeah. this is what you get. And that's always been his personality. And then hockey has this, like, habit of commodifying players, like, the bodies to the net. It Like, it, it doesn't... Like sometimes they're just bodies. Them. They're just mm-hmm. bodies. Yeah, they're not people to 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 a lot of fans and to. So that's it's and and he was like, okay, but I take ownership of my body and I take ownership of what I do with it. I take ownership of what I say. What I I just thought I was really really interesting and then you know narratively it's it's amazing. Yeah, no, because I feel like the PR thing to do would have been to be like, oh, well, I'm just grateful for this opportunity with Vegas. But yeah. he was like, no, I'm upset. And I will tell yeah. you that I'm upset, which was really unusual. And I was really actually yeah. very impressed with that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that being said, now... I hope that now the beat writers will let it go. He's no. gone. I'm I feel like gonna... most of the fan base has moved on. No. It's most of. But the like people the on beat Twitter writers, definitely have not. I think I, I feel like Twitter is a bad benchmark, though. Okay, the Athletic yeah. then. So oh. I subscribe to the Athletic, and whenever you uh, read an article about Jack Eichel on the Vegas feed, so it's like Jesse Granger or Robert, there are so many salty Buffalo fans in the comments, just specifically there to to rag on Jack. Wow. I and just, whenever I feel like there the are beat, articles, beat about writers Buffalo, haven't let it go. Yeah, yeah, the beat writers aren't helping. To be fa- no. to be fair, um, Matt Duchesne, uh, famously formerly playing for the Avalanche, was in Colorado again this week. It happened to coincide with the tribute game for Peter McNabb, the Avs broadcaster who passed away recently. And Matt Duchesne really put up a lovely post on social media, like thanking Peter for for. You know, being very nice to him when he got started in Colorado. Just being a very classy human being. I'm not a Matt Duchesne fan, but it was a very classy post. Uh, and then when he got back to Colorado, he was still booed whenever he touched the puck. And one of the uh, athletic beat, beat writers for the Avs was like, okay, guys, it's been five years. And like on Twitter, like it's been five years, let it go. And like the amount of bullshit people threw at him for saying it's been five years, let it go. I feel like in five years, we're still going to have this with Jack Eichel. Like, the Buffalo fans are still not going to let it go. No, like, I'm pretty sure Leafs fans still hate Phil Kessel. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Probably, yeah. And, like, I don't even remember how long it's been. Like, a while, at least. Close to a decade at this point. Yeah, close to a decade. Um, Yeah. Let's, let's, you know, instead of getting stuck in the past, let's, let's, let's talk about some of the young blood in the league instead. Because we have some some on ice uh, things. Well, I I put this one in on ice because it was about someone's first goal. It's about uh, Jakub Lauko, but it's uh, mostly about Is what he's doing. Is that how doing. you say it? Well, that's what I would say it. 
That's okay. my my Dutch coming out. So <laughs> does he have a pronunciation anywhere? Hold on. Keep going. I'm gonna look this up. So um, this is from a tweet from Joe Haggerty, who is a writer for Boston Hockey Now. Um, he said, uh, so he talked to Jakob and uh, he said that he was going to give the puck t- from his first NHL goal to the parents of his Czech friend, Andres Bukdela. Buc- I'm not even going to away- attempt that. That passed away from cancer a couple years ago. And uh, the quote is, I made a promise to my dying friend two years ago. I would make it to the NHL. It's going to his mother. That is like, oh my God. I know. I was like, oh, you can just, you know, that tweet should have come with the tissue warning. I was not ready. Um, I think the Bruins posted a video too of him talking about it after the game. And it was, it's a very good thing to watch. I liked it. He's a good kid. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's always nice to see kids scoring their first goals. It feels just, so weird you know, to hear you guys call them kids. Are they yeah, that young? It feels like it feels like compared I, to I us, we're, they're kids to us. We're in our thirties, Puff. <laughs> well, I'm almost thirty. But... <laughs> oh, hold on. How, How old, old is he? Jacob I don't know. I'm looking it up. One second. <laughs> um. In, in the meantime, he's twenty-two. Thought... Okay, so yeah, he's less like, of a I'm kid. still a decade older. It's fine. <laughs> But um, I was gonna actually make make the jump to another rookie, uh, our favorite uh, Wi-Fi router. Jess uh, actually um, uh, put this in our uh, uh, suggestions thread, so I figure Jess might want to talk about this because, like, Did my I, notes... I have no memory of this. Well, my notes are just like you mess with Wi-Fi's bestie, Wi-Fi messes with you. That's how I uh, how I put it in there because you know that's that's how that works. I'm re- I'm looking at the tweets because I legitimately don't remember. It's from the wild. Oh, okay, game, it's by from the, way. the wild game. So there's a hit on Slavkovsky that's not great. Um, yeah, he's right by he the benches. Boards. Yeah, um, and of course, Jack I dra- dra- uh, jumps right into it, and of he's course. just like surrounded by wild players. He doesn't care. That's his bestie you you threw face first into the boards. Yeah, I don't remember. I think it was the, the Stars game as well, but I remember that there was a scrum that started and it was because like somebody had tripped somebody else or something. And then I and then you see Yakupov, not Yakupov. I am so sorry. He's not even on the Oilers. <laughs> Yamamoto, you see Yamamoto turn around and notice that a scrum is happening. He goes right in there and I'm like, "You don't even know where they're fighting." <laughs> oh, he doesn't care. He's like a tiny little pit bull. I know, but it was just, yeah. it was great. I love that energy from him. You see a commotion and you get in the middle. Yep. Yeah. That's like Travis Konechny energy. Every yes. team's got to have one. I, 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 might, I, I may be a little mad at, at TK uh, still about uh, him giving Thomas Shabbat a concussion last night. So, <sighs> but um, yeah, that wasn't called. That wasn't called. Hey, refs, I, I have words. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's still fun, like a little bit of like I am, for example, um, my my one of my favorite sense children, Mark Kaslik, fought Tony D'Angelo. And oh, boy, did that please me like mm, couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. <laughs> you cannot see the huge ass smile on my face right now. But like, I wouldn't even um, call it a smile. It's more of like a smirk or a shitty grin. grin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
But yeah, I love it when 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 my son fighty Jesus um goes a little wild. He dresses Jesus for Halloween. That's why I cracked that joke. That's, oh, okay. Yeah. I had never heard of him before. I saw tweets no, about that last night. No, because he's basically a rookie. He's the fourth line center for the uh, Sens. He's the guy who scored his first career goal and immediately got into a fight after. Oh, like that, that guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's, he's, that's I why like we it. know him. Speaking of um, epic goals, um, we had another lacrosse goal and then it didn't count. <laughs> We did, and then we didn't. It counts in my heart. I felt bad for Trevor Segris on that one. It was yeah. a good goal. It was a good goal, it. and like the, the offside that it got called off on was like 30 seconds before, and you're like, really? That didn't affect the goal at all. Yeah. I liked his little um, salute in his Sully. I just like And Michigan then his poor goal. face when it got called back. Yeah. You could tell he was really frustrated. I just I just like Michigan goals and then I like goalie goals. Goalie goals. We have another goalie goal. Well, Puff actually nominated this one. We have an AHL goalie goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesper Wallstadt of the Iowa Wild scored a beautiful goalie goal. We do. He also made something goal. like thirty six or thirty seven saves in that game, and then he scored. Jeez. I think yeah. there was a lacrosse goal that counted, but it was for the under 17s international tournament. Yeah. And it was like a Czech player. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I did see that. Yeah. Oh, I think I put it in the thread, but I don't see it in yeah. the script. So maybe you guys were like, we don't want to talk about it, which is fine. I don't I, w- I was like, we have plenty of NHL related stuff to talk about, maybe. Like, no. Don't blame me. Sorry. Blame Iris this time. Yeah. I had it was nothing my fault. to do with it. No, I brought it up anyway. So, <laughs> yeah. There you go. So, well, now that no, we've talked I, no, about it's the... more like, sorry, oops. <laughs> now we've talked about the goalie goal. I would also like to talk about the goalie entry in the Broken Blade competition. Yes, yes. I know it's never good when their blade breaks, but I just, I just love it. It's so entertaining. At least when they're the, not in like a dangerous situation. So funny. Yeah, when it doesn't 40, lead to 41, a goal that's, um, Yeah, exactly. Was, was it Gibson? Um, it's definitely a. It look, it's definitely goalie. a Ducks goalie. I think it is Gibson. It's Gibson 41. I can never... Yeah, that is Gibson. Oh, yeah. Is it? It was so funny. Just a little shuffle. I just... I, sl- I still think our idea to do, like, a, a broken blade competition at the All-Star game has so much merit. I mean, like, yeah. We don't even, and we don't even have to, like, actually break a blade. Because we could just be like, here, put a skate cover on one shoe and then go. Yeah, yeah you're not allowed out. to use this foot. Oh no! Wait, it says he's. It says John Gibson is number thirty-six. I don't know who that was. Lars. Oh, it must be Lars then. Yeah. Yeah. I know Ducks players now. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> I know Ducks players other than Trevor Zegers and Jamie Drysdale. So. So I have this really bad problem, and that somehow I got signed up for Ducks charities emails. So they'll send out emails from time to time and they're like here you can spend $50 and get a signed puck and it's like a mystery puck so you don't know who it's signed by uh, mm-hmm. I currently have one two three four five on the shelf oh up there with one on the way that I just bought like two weeks ago oh my um, but one of them is an Anthony Stolar's signed puck Jess it's so funny <laughs> I am a sucker if you tell me it's for charity it, it's 
No, it's I'm not done. judging you because I went to the Oil Kings Pride game and I bought a bunch okay. of the signed Pride pucks. And I didn't get a Luke Prokop though. I was really hoping for Aww. one, but well, maybe next time you should go to a Seattle Thunderbirds game. It's too yeah. far away. Luke plays in Seattle now. Yeah, but I think he's still in the WHL. Or no, wait, is it Seattle Thunderbirds? I can't remember. Is that the WHL? Yes. Okay, yeah, so yeah, then he I had would to look, look it up because I was so confused. Yeah. No, I couldn't remember either. How he ended up back there. I don't understand. No, oh, yes, it was the WHL because it. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, it is the WHL because it was a trade with the Oil Kings. Speaking of, um, um, well, younger players, we're just going to keep going. Um, Shane motherfucking Pinto. What did he do now? Um, Tell me. I feel like well, you guys would enjoy, you guys as in listeners, would enjoy that. When Iris and another friend of ours are talking about Shane Pinto, they just use the beans emoji. Pinto beans. It took me a really long time to figure out what that meant. It took me, way too, it took me longer than it should have. My <laughs> phone, when I type Pinto, will automatically suggest beans after that. That's how I first figured it out. Like, it took me two, three times when my, our friend used it. And, um, but yes, Shane Pinto, uh, technically still a rookie even though he's played games before but he's had some bad luck with injuries um he was rookie of the month for october and there's a lovely video of his dad and his grandpa being there when he found out which was very cute i don't think i Um, watched the video so i'll have to watch it later no i haven't watched it either but that's not even the most hilarious uh shane pinto related content we have for you today because um when the sends were in new jersey uh there was a group of shane pinto's friends in the stands he's from the area uh, i like to refer to them as the shane pinto fan club and oh, is he an american scored. boy he's an american boy oh yeah he's, he's well that. he was born in the new york area anyway new york new jersey and he scored and like you should watch that response from from his friends. Like that was like it. It was so like they are hyped. They are geeked. They are hi- they are so psyched out about. It. They are so thrilled. The best fans, honestly. Like it's so fun. Please watch it. Um, I cannot do it justice just describing it. Did they wear his jerseys? jersey they were wearing his jerseys from like various oh my god he's been yeah they literally look like young girls at like a boy band concert yep when their fave comes on stage like that's the best description i can give it watching it right now i asked because when nick blankenberg signed in columbus and played his first game a bunch of his teammates from University of Michigan drove down for yeah. that game. Oh, and they that. all had yeah. like his jerseys on from different teams and things. Yeah, these guys and I think, I I think love they're all that. Pinto jerseys. Like I think cool. I saw U and D one in there. Yeah, uh, there's a, a couple bunch of different ones. ones. It was very, very, very fun. Um, but you were talking about Blankenberg because we have some Blankenberg content. We have multiple Blankenberg items this time. Um, but um because the ladies, the other ladies, I don't know enough to say about whether I have opinion or not. They're in their Blankenberg era. We are absolutely <laughs> in their blank in our Blankenberg. We are in our Blankenberg era. Uh, sadly, he's injured again, so we will have to be in our era without him actually playing. I'm so sad. 
Oh god, the Columbus D. I just so many injuries. Poor Zach Wierenski. Um but this um, will come this up one... later, but considering I'm going to three games in Columbus in like the next three and a half weeks, pretty bummed. None of them will have, yeah. <laughs> um, but what we uh actually have uh up today is his empty net goal. And honestly, it's a nice, like, it's a goal from all the way back. So it's Yeah, like I mentioned it a bit earlier, but... Yeah, like, Puff mentioned it earlier. More in detail now. But, yeah, it's it's nice. But my favorite part is the interview he gave after. Because uh, when asked about this goal, Jackets Insider said- asked him if he'll ever score a longer goal than this empty netter tonight. And his answer was, I don't think so. I was just standing there. I was so tired. I was like, please just go in. Okay, you know what I, I realized, just... though? This was after his ankle fracture in that game. Yeah, so he was, he was so tired oh, on a fractured no. ankle. Yeah. And they were down two D-men because, like, Zach Wierenski had gotten injured and left. And I think Good Branson was also out. So they were down to four D-men. Nick Blankenberg skating around on the fucking fractured ankle. And then he scores that one. Wow. Yeah. Poor guy. And that's also where just, like, insane. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, if you look at the, uh, like, the clip of where he shot from, the picture, he's almost at the red line on the other end. Like, yeah, he's, like, almost fully in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. And that's about the same spot Jack Eichel scored his hat trick goal from, like, all the way back in the corner. I just am upset with myself because before they played the Flyers that night and before that game, I was like, okay, what if Columbus can, like, just bang up some of the Flyers D-men so that Cam York can get called up for the Flyers oh. game next week that I'm going to. And you did somehow, this group DM with me and Amanda, by the way. Somehow the hockey gods went, let's kill the Columbus defensemen instead. And that's not what I asked for. Yeah, and we were like going like, man, wouldn't it be awfully nice if um, Tony D'Angelo couldn't play for a couple of games and Cam York would get called up? Don't tempt the hockey gods. Just no. Nope, just that's the lesson it. we've it's learned. Not worth it. No. What we've also learned is that the Sabers apparently shave teammates' hair every year. Because, like, I think we talked about this last year when it happened. They were sh- they shaved Jeff Skinner's hair because yeah, like, there was, was so stinky content. It's like we talked about this, and this year they did it to Casey Middlestat. And like, and Jeff Skinner, like, his hair was okay, but like Casey Middlestat had like long, flowing locks. It was like that was some lettuce on that boy, and they just they got to shave him. His teammates got to shave him. That's that's like my favorite part of it all. It's not like they get someone professional. I know it's his teammates who are way too happy to be doing that. Like, Dylan Cousins is thrilled. (laughs) He's so happy. Yeah. I would not have wanted this to happen because I personally would have been upset, but I would have loved to see the reaction from just across the hockey world if they had shaved Owen Powers' hair. Oh my god, I was hoping you'd say that. Because he has the most beautiful head of hair, and... He has boy band hair, I swear. It's so good. No, he has, like... 80s heartthrob hair yeah like and i don't know how hair it's so good john hughes movie love interest hair yeah so like i wouldn't want to see him with short hair like there are pictures of him from when he was younger with short hair and it's it's not a good look um long hair is very fitting for him 
but I think it would have been funny to see everyone's reactions if it had been him. All right. From short hair to short guys. Um, the Habs short guy transition. collective. <laughs> right? It's a great transition. <laughs> I know. This is another uh, another Jess item, uh, but this is about Cole Caulfield muscling a way, way, way bigger guy off the puck, allowing his teammate yeah. to score. And uh, they asked Brandon Gallagher about it, and it was just, it was just like every. I, th- I feel like we've talked about Johnny Gaudreau's comments about Nick Blankenberg, like this little guy. Yeah, that's that exactly so the vibe. Except Brandon Gallagher style, where he's just like with a shit-eating grin, like commenting on it. And I know this was a tweet, but I only have the screenshot, so I really have to. I have it pulled for... up. All right, talk. So it's Cole Caulfield, 5'7", 174 pounds, bodies Tyler Myers, who is 6'8", 229 pounds, off the puck, feeds it to Suzuki, gets it to Kirby Doc for the goal. And he gets asked, or they asked Brendan Gallagher after the game, like, oh, did you teach him that? And Galley's like, I don't know what it's like to have such a little frame. <laughs> uh-huh full of shit and then the, the third shit. tweet just says the satisfied look on gallagher's face after delivering this line was truly priceless and i can just picture his like stupid shit eating grin about it because whatever if he yeah. wants to believe that he's that much bigger than cole caulfield well, sure. he's maybe like an inch or two inches bigger but like if I that think, if that but like <laughs> Caulfield is the only teammate he can talk about this way. Like, the only yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. And I'm sure he's so happy. It's the same thing as Johnny Gaudreau about Nick Blankenberg. Like, this is there's one teammate that's your height. I bet it makes Gally so happy. So okay, we're all over the place for the rest of our off-the-ice um, segment. <laughs> but um, he's not a little guy, but he committed a murder. Puff did oh, not expect yeah. me to go there. Um, I couldn't remember my... what this was when I saw it, but I... <laughs> I remember it This now. is, um, so uh, I love Bo Byram. We all know this. He's out for a while. We don't know exactly. He's week to week. I don't know. He's um, out again? But... Yeah. Oh. I don't think it's a concussion or anything, but he's out. Um, the Avs are dealing with a lot of injuries right now. Uh, Landis Gog's still out. Nachushkin's out for a month. Darren Helm's still out. Sammy Gerard is still out. Bo Byram is out. I think that's about it. No, um, Shane Bowers literally made his NHL debut, played a minute and 40-something seconds, got injured, and is out for six weeks. Oof. Ladies and gentlemen, the state of the Colorado Avalanche. So, anyway, um, Bo is out. I am very sad about this, but that way it's extra nice when there's some good content of him online and on the internet. And this one is of him just eviscerating Kyle Keefe, F broadcaster. Just Kiefer's giving him a little bit of him. Hmm? What does he ask him? What does he ask Bo? Is he asking about his suit? Is that what it was? Let me check real quick. Cause I was like, cause he asks him like, is your name somewhere? Oh yeah. A name on this. Like, I think Kyle Keefe has his name on his suit and he asked Bo, you know, is your name on your suit? And Bo's like, no, my name's on the cup though. And it was just like, mic drops. So good. Done. So good. But I mean, this is the same guy who uh, once told, and I think this was when he was in juniors. Um, like, oh, this yeah. guy was making fun of him, and he was like, You're going to be working nine to five, and I'm going to be making nine to five. 
Yeah. Like, that is Bo Byram, ladies and gentlemen. I love him. That is all. He's such a weird guy. I like him. He has no fear. I love him so much. Yeah, when meow, you meow. brought up... Um... No, wait. No, it was kitty, 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 kitty cat, kitty cat. Yeah, so when yeah, you brought up cat. juniors, I thought that's what you were going to talk about at first was the cat video. But that wasn't entirely... That wasn't juniors. That was like no. Avalanche. Wasn't it? He yeah, was no, on the abs was... already. Yeah, he was it like was fully... Like, it was like rookie camp or something. Uh... Yeah. Uh, speaking of things that I found incredibly funny, um, so the Devils lost their first couple games of the season, and then they decided, okay, we're done with that, and started winning. After the first couple of games, like, everyone was like, fire Lindy Ruff, this is terrible, this sucks. And um, uh, last game, there were sorry Lindy chants at Prudential Center. Oh, how the tables. They better apologize. I mean, yeah. the Devs are third in the league right now. Yeah, I kind of um, don't like it, mostly because it makes it worse for the Senators, but yeah. <laughs> I did not know I would feel so strongly about the Senators' record this year, but I apparently do. Uh, and then we have some uh, Maple Leafs content from Puff. I know, I was shocked too. <laughs> so this is kind of um, more classic content. So uh, Borgia Salming, I am probably pronouncing that wrong. I'm sorry, I'm doing my best. And uh, Daryl Sitter, Sittler, uh, they came back for like a uh, sort of tribute night because I believe they're going to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Um, or they might already be in the Hockey Hall of Fame. I don't know. Something to do with it. Um, Borgia, Borgia Selming is uh, one of the first, if not the first, Swedish player in the NHL. And he Especially was kind defenseman. of... Yeah. yeah, he was defenseman, and he kind of changed how defensemen played the game. And he was also sort of the gateway that started bringing European players into the NHL. Um, very, very tough guy. Um, and uh, he still, he still the uh, scoring leader for defensemen uh, in Maple Leafs franchise history, by the way. Yes, he is, and uh, I believe he's the all-time assist leader too. And uh, he now has ALS. So he no longer can speak and his face is all like drooped down and stuff. Um, but he was, they were doing like a tribute for him and he was like crying. Um, it was very moving. And uh, the Maple Leafs, in honor of him, their starting lineup was all Swed all of their Swedish players. So it was uh, Jarnkrok, uh, Nylander, Engvall, uh, Sandin, Lil Lilligren. Thank you. Lilligren. And Kalgren. Schalgren is that. Because in, in in Sweden, a K is a shush. Oh. So that's why well, you I don't have, know that I can say that. You have Schalgren. Oh, Schalgren. Okay. And, and and that's why it's Oliver Shillington on the Flames. Mm. And the first oh, time no, I saw that right now. It was also his second to... of a back-to-back -back as well. Sorry. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, Schalgren played two nights in a row. That was ridiculous. Yeah. I like that they did that. I think that's really cool. Yeah, yeah no, so... um. Uh, Salming did the puck drop and uh, Ekman Larson from the Canucks and Nylander from the Leafs both took the puck drop and then they both like went and hugged him after it was I was like trying not to cry I don't even know this guy I think it's nice the Canucks are also just like hey we're, we're also gonna kind of join mm -hmm. even though it's not about them It'll, just having a, a Swedish player do the puck drop that's nice yeah it was very nice mm -hmm. And the tribute they had for him was just so moving. Yeah. And he just looked super emotional about the oh, whole yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, I, it was another I, thing where I was like, was I crying. can't watch this too closely. I will cry. Yes. Yeah. 
for yeah. sure. And 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 speaking of of tributes, we have a couple of we have a really brief jerseys and um you know that sort of thing category. Uh we have some uh we have a uh, Dia de los Muertos uh, jersey from the Ducks that was really beautiful. That's one of the mystery. That's the mystery puck that I bought. Oh, excellent. <laughs> really? Of course that's what it I'm is. waiting on. <laughs> and then the Jets did a Filipino heritage night. Yeah, Which and I know that it was so cool. It was yeah, and, so cool. And I know that that's the night they played the Stars as well, and I believe that Jason Robertson took Robert- the face off. Yeah. yeah. Which was I thought that was really nice. Yeah. I I love that. I wish they do more of that. I wish we be, we could actually buy those jerseys. Oh, yeah, I know, right? I I we will keep saying this until they make it happen. I am anxiously waiting cuz like reverse retro jerseys are officially going to be released on the 15th. And I probably will not be able to get one because From a lot York? of these teams are like, we're only going to sell them at our team store physically. Oh, oh. I want you my buy... Chuck Panthers retro. Would you buy Cooper Rolls if you could? Yes. Oh, Jess would. Jess would. I, I would, wouldn't. But <laughs> I would I buy them and I would wear, actually wear them to every Comets game because it's the same colors and they would probably keep me warmer than my real pants. <laughs> <laughs> I respect that. Yeah. Okay. Um. Important question: Did they have to shorten TKs? Oh, I would imagine that they oh, did. Probably. He was like, "There's pictures of TK and the Cooperalls, and he like he looks like he's living his best life." I really wanted one of them to slide on them because the reason right? that they're banned in real life yeah. games, uh, no real life games, regular games, is because <laughs> they can't like they they're like too slippery. So I really yeah, want one of them to just wear like, them for the warm-ups. Yeah, I really want like, one of them to just do a knee yeah, slide. Yeah, I want a TK to wipe out during warm-ups and just slide all the way across the ice. Oh, because I wanted one of them to do it on TK. purpose. Like, you know, like the power slide? Oh, it would still yeah. be TK. Let's be real. Yeah. I just love, I don't know if it was one of you guys or somebody else that I talked to about the pictures of TK that they gave out or put out that <laughs> day. But like, he literally looked like a puppy with the zoomies. Like, he was, he was... so happy. In all of the pictures. Yeah. And after somebody said that, I was like, yep, that's all I that can was, see now. That was not me, but I wish that had been me. Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing that Jess and I talked about that I absolutely, that we absolutely, no, I think we all lost our minds about this one, actually. Um, so last time we had a special Halloween episode and we were like, oh, we'll do some stragglers later. And then we made fun of Chris Kreider for not being involved in the Rangers group costume. Uh, guess what we found out, guys? He did something better than being in the group costume. I didn't think it was possible, but he he's done it. He yeah. managed. Just explain to our listeners. Uh, so Chris Kreider and his partner dressed as... Mika and his wife and I'm like 99% sure the shirt that Chris has on is like stolen from Mika's closet because it is literally the same shirt that he has worn so I'm pretty sure that that's where it came from incredible didn't he have some of the DJ stuff too yeah 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 I love that I love I love the lore that Mika is a DJ like it's just it's weird like you, you, you remember it, but you don't think about it very often. And then you think about it again. And you're like, that's weird. And then you just move on with your life. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we haven't heard much about it in a, mm-hmm. a couple of years. In a while. But, but yeah, I was dying when I saw those pictures. I, and I then like, we have to talk about us, it. And we were all dying. So um, good. 
meanwhile, the sharks also had some Halloween costumes and they were very um, team appropriate. Uh, we have James Reimer dressed like, and his and his kids like as sharks and like there's blood everywhere. It's 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 a family costume. It's delightful. And then we had Eric Carlson as Daddy Shark, like from I... the Baby Shark song. Presumably, uh, no. The shark social media just literally called him Daddy Shark. Daddy shark yeah. Oh, okay, great. So I've decided it could from be the from song. the song, but yeah. He's just wearing a unless, blue unless shark the, onesie. Unless uh, the Twitter just wanted to call him Daddy. It's very possible that they did. Yeah. Not sure I want to know. Who no. wouldn't want to call him Daddy? But I feel uh, like, I feel like, you okay, know. Okay, Jess. <laughs> Learned something about you today. You're uh, let's, let's move on to some other social media Eric Carlson content. Um, Eric Carlson also dad does content. Be- also, dad content. Who knew content. that this was going to be the Eric Carlson episode of the podcast? This is the Eric Carlson episode. <laughs> Eric Carlson does ballet with his daughter. Yes. Him and Jacob Magna um, do ballet with their daughters. And I was very excited to talk about this. And then I saw Dylan Strom doing ballet with his daughter what? on social I media. that. And yeah. I, I, it wasn't in our thread, but I saw it in the main server and I had a meltdown about it. And then I forgot to add it to Aww. the thread because I was too busy having a meltdown about it. To be fair with Eric Carlson and uh, and Jacob, Jacob Magna. Yeah, I don't think that's a regular occurrence. Like it, it was uh, it was posted by one of their wives who was like, oh, we send them to do just send the girls to dance class once and they join the class. Yeah. Mm. And then there's, like, a picture of them, like, at the bar. And I'm like, oh, my God. The Dylan Strom thing is, like, him do- trying to do a plie. Mm-hmm. While Wesley just, like, toddles around. <laughs> and they're actually in a dance studio. Yeah. So, but it's it's very cute. Oh, that's sad. Cute. Cute. I was not looking for it because I had to see it. Mainly because they have the cutest kid I've ever seen. Oh, I know. Oh, my Wes- God. Wesley's, Wesley's the adorable. cutest fucking kid. Ugh. Uh, speaking of players interacting with cute kids, the Anaheim Ducks interacted with the Mighty Ducks. I don't actually watch this show, so I don't know anything about no. it's. I know it's a like um, it's not I, really I know a it's reboot, from Plus, but yeah, yeah. So it's like the Disney. Honestly, Plus I saw Laura and I Gilmore and went, "What?" Yeah, she's in it. Um, but yeah, they had Max Jones, Troy Terry, and Trevor Zegris doing like a guest spot on the most recent episode that came out. And they posted a little, the Anaheim Duck social media posted a behind the scenes um, little video. It was very cute. Those boys um, should probably stick with their hockey day job, not become actors. <laughs> they tried, but yeah. They did a good job. It was very fun. Part of me um, wonders, I really think that it wasn't supposed to be Max Jones to begin with. I am, like, pretty sure it was, it was supposed, supposed to be, to be Jamie, Jamie Drysdale, and then he got injured. I'm so sure. Because it would make so much sense for it to be Troy Terry and Trevor and Jamie and not Max Jones. But Max is good, too. Sorry, Max yeah. Jones. We still love uh, you. Though, though, speaking of not quitting your day jobs, did you do you know that hockey players have day jobs? <laughs> Which ones? Well... Um, well, like feeding just the ducks the NHL from nine to five. Oh, was that like feeding the ducks at the park from one to three on Tuesdays? <laughs> um, this Akil Farmer. I don't know. Like, there's so many good ones. I just like um Matthew Kachuk saying regional manager, and then Brady Kachuk walking after him, assistant to the regional manager. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's like we'll link it. Just watch the whole thing yourself. 
Rasmus Dahlin says, like, uh, social media manager for the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> and the funny part is that the Buffalo Bills socials commented on the TikTok and said, uh, he, I wasn't lying. I liked that a lot. I thought that oh, was, that was well done. Touch. That was, but watch the whole thing. It's like all kinds of like name puns. It's I need just, to know if the players came up with them themselves or if they were fed those answers because I they were probably too. fed those answers. It's so good. It's but... so good. I want 15 of them. Me um, too. I love puns. We know this about me. And the fact that you get Kill McCarr to do a pun with his name is... Would you call you know. yourself a punisaur? Hi, I, I love you. You're amazing. That call? was incredible. Sorry, what? What was that, Jess? I said, how do I kick Puff off this call? <laughs> God, that was good. Thank you. I was proud of that one. That's um, a good one. Yeah. Personally, uh, what what people? Another thing that people should be proud of. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't know if if Pasta should be proud of his mustache, but he should be very proud of shouting out Sarah Sivian style rankings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That, that like they, he like he was like I wish more guys would we do the mustache thing for Movember, but he was a little worried that it would affect his his spot in the style rankings. Don't worry, Sarah Sivian replied to it and said that it was fine and that she liked the mustache. <laughs> <laughs> that that's truly the important content. Mm-hmm. Though, I like um, knowing that he pays attention to the the style. No, me rankings, too. No? I was like, yeah, yeah, I can see it. That feels in character. Yeah. Also, I just love it when players pay attention to what's going on on social media in general, like Bo Horvat getting a tweet like, hey, you lost me money. And then he was like, give me your Venmo and I'll pay you back. It's not a Venmo. It's in Canada. Uh, so it's, yeah, uh, it's Canada. <laughs> Sorry. We don't have either. So I know that's a very well, actually kind of response, but I can't. Yeah. Can we kick Puff off this call? No. <laughs> fine i'll leave if you don't want me she's, she's just gonna she's gonna throw her mic again <laughs> quit that was an accident <laughs> she says that now um okay i i've saved the best uh social media content for last oh this was true coach little john says turn down for what that video was so good i loved I can't remember who all was in it except for Logan Thompson and Jack Eichel. I know there were others. It was so Every good. A little bit of that was incredible. I loved like, it. The whole thing was top tier. I, I'm like, just talking about it now makes me want to watch it about 15 more times. Same. And I don't like, yeah. what is the connection? Like, why, why did they do this? I don't I know. I have absolutely no idea. But I love okay. it. And then <laughs> the game after that. They heavily outshot their opponent. So the game after that was released. And Bruce Cassidy was asked about it. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Coach Lil John is 1-0 in his career now. Because, like, it was because of Lil John's advice that they won that game. <laughs> I like, just they bet fucking... they had such a fun time filming this. Yeah. And... yeah. You can just tell, like, they're all having a blast. They're having I love all so... of the little notes that they're taking. Yeah. No, I love how they're, like, taking notes like, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> like finally those those guys at the arena always shouting at them will be heard. Yes. Oh, but um speaking of shots, um we in going into weird stats, 
We yeah. have um, Linus Olmark is undefeated even when he's getting pulled. Yeah, that was that was the Steve Dangle tweet actually, but it was like he gave up five goals, um, got pulled, and somehow was still the winning goalie on record. Yeah, I don't know no. how it worked. I no, just he got pulled, and then uh, that's the game where Sweeman got injured. So then he got taken out, and Olmark got put back in, and then oh. he finished the game, and they won. Yeah. Oh. So he's undefeated yeah. despite allowing five goals and getting pulled. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Huh. I love weird stats. Me too. Um, what I also love is weird stories from the Global Series. Because last time we talked about uh, games we were looking forward to, and the Global Series was part of it, um, the hype was significantly increased when we found out that there was a Global Series blog, or a Blanken blog, if you will. Blanken blog. Nobody else really liked my uh, pun there, except for you. Well, I, I have like excellent it. taste, so... <laughs> Yeah, they had him. I think there were like three or four entries in this blog, and they literally read like a 12 year old riding home from summer camp. And that's probably like the best vibe and the, my favorite part of the whole thing. But it's, it's just so fun. Very cute to read like his whole trip from his point of view. And I, well, I, and apparently, I, I uh, eat oh, reindeer meat. Yeah, like that's... well, apparently, Johnny Hockey is also like 13, or at least his eating habits would suggest so. Yeah, while Nick Blankenberg was eating reindeer meat, Johnny Hockey was like, nah. No, no. Um, what he said is that I've been eating Finnish food. And then one of his teammates protested, Zach Warinsky. He said, no, you haven't. And Gaudreau was like, well, I've been eating steak and potatoes, but it's made in Finland, so it's still Finnish food. <laughs> uh, I'm sure they brought pr plenty of Skittles for him. I hope. I just want to know if he tried anything fun. Like, did you try one finish dish while you were there probably not ridiculous personally um that's that's the that's the columbus side of it my favorite story from the av side of it was this article on nhl.com um where they were like all right um so uh pavel Franco's, uh frankie uh Le av's legend uh of course went along with this trip and um so he was, he announced to his teammates that he was going to sleep on the plane. He was just, you know, he was like, I'm going to sleep the whole way. Doesn't matter. Don't wake me up. Let me sleep. So like they, they got on the plane. He fell asleep. And then they had to deplane because there was an issue with the plane. He had to get on another plane. And instead of waking him up and telling him, they let him sleep. And then he woke up all alone on an empty plane. <laughs> It was just like, are we in Finland yet? And then they were just like still in New York. I wish there was a video of them just like silently grabbing all of their things, yeah. sneaking off the plane. Me too. With like, oh. with like really like this comedy music underneath. Like, yeah, exactly. Cartoon. I want it. I, I also love that they say when Franku boarded the, the second plane, his teammates give him a standing ovation. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, welcome onto the right plane, Pavel Francois. Yeah. That's so funny. Frankie that reminds says, me of, relax. um... Frankie says, have a nap. That reminds me of, there was this thing with Carey Price where they won this big game, and Carey Price came in and the, the Habs were like, we're gonna prank him by pretending that we're, like, we're not happy. So then they, like, all were silent. And then he comes in and Carey Price is like, woo! And then they're all, they all started laughing and cheering. The Habs oh. did that to, to Bo. 
for his like I think first NHL goal or something. He was like first star, or so- one of the stars. He had to do an interview after, and like he comes into the in the locker room and everyone's like, Shh, "Don't be dead silent." And like both like really awkwardly going in, he turns around and everyone's like. <laughs> screaming all of a sudden yeah i know i've seen some and i don't remember what team or who it was where like they all hide outside of the locker room and i love that i haven't seen one of those that's funny i wish i could remember who it was jess what team i have no idea what wildcats what team wildcats wildcats we don't need to go into high school musical today no i talked about (laughs) it today and then I got stuck in my head. What we do need to talk about is um, Jess is going to go to some fun games in the next couple of weeks without Nick Blankenberg. Without Nick Blankenberg. And probably without Cam York, too, because hockey gods hate me. But yeah, yeah. Uh, in two days, so on Tuesday, I will be in Columbus. By the time you listen to this episode, Jess will already have. <laughs> yes. Oh, shit. That means I got to get this done soon. Um <laughs> <laughs> forgot but i'm very busy but yes tuesday flyers at columbus for their little rematch should be good since last week was kind of crazy game um yeah. the week after on wednesday so the wednesday before thanksgiving real thanksgiving um i am going to the half well, is not even columbus. responding real thanksgiving she's not listening nope, to nothing, me nothing nothing Sorry, I was watching. I was looking up the Carrie Price video. What did you say? <laughs> That's you that real Thanksgiving. Yeah, I was talking about the game next week, and I said it's on Wednesday, the day before real Thanksgiving. Oh, <laughs> no wonder you knew I wasn't listening. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'll get to see the Habs, and I'm not talking to the hockey gods at all about anything related to the Habs between yeah. now and then. Fair enough. So, yeah. Those are the two I think I it's so up. weird that American Thanksgiving is on a Thursday. I think it's yeah, perfect then you because have... then I get Thursday and Friday off work. That makes sense. I have, I have the same thing for a couple of Dutch holidays next year. Like King's Day is going to be on a Thursday and then I have to Friday off too. And Wednesday nice. is always my day off. So that means I have a long last weekend. Nice. Very nice. Yep. I have it's to not work until April, so. the day of all of these games. So... It's gonna be fun. I'm gonna be very busy for the next few weeks. Yeah, we appreciate you. We really I do. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> what we also appreciate is that we have a couple more games to look forward to, and then we'll be about done for today. Unfortunately, our episodes can't go on forever. Just wouldn't want them to. Um, no. but we do have a couple of fun games, and some of them we did mention last time, but they technically haven't happened yet when we're recording this, so it counts. Uh, we still have the Flames versus Panthers game to look forward to in Florida on November 19th. And then um, we have the Matthew Kachuk returns to Alberta later this month, uh, the, week, the, the week after Thanksgiving. He'll return to Edmonton, where he's beloved as usual on Monday, November 28th. And then we'll return to Calgary november 29th the question is will he be booed the answer is probably probably but i think it will fuel him yeah oh it's gonna fuel the hell out of him you know it um probably sadly the the oilers go to um, uh, go to florida was kind of disappointing like matthew chuck versus the oilers wise 
He was like, mm. I'm coming back from a suspension. Guess I'll behave. It was boring. Uh, and then we also have the McLeod Bowl coming up. Puff talked about this last time, but I feel like yeah. we should mention it more. I just like sibling battles. Yeah, but also we just love Ryan McLeod on this podcast. So I do. I love Ryan McLeod very much, and I've made Iris love Ryan McLeod, and I don't know that Jess knows anything about what we're talking about, but I will just assume she also loves him. Don't don't contradict me. I don't want to know. Yep, she um, he's the McLeod that I know the least about. So yeah, so by you don't Keith. dislike him. Weirdly enough, you, I know with, the with, most like... about the ECHL McLeod. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. No, but we're excited for the McLeod Bowl, which will be on Monday, November 21st. And then uh, on Black Friday, we actually have the Battle of Pennsylvania. Ooh, which we haven't had one of those yet, have we? We haven't, I think. And, like, honestly, I think I might be a little more excited about uh, that battle this season because the Flyers have been pretty good, surprisingly, this year. The Pens have been... Not so great. This is an opportunity for the Flyers. I would like to see it. TK yeah, stir some shit. Despite the Penguins not having the best streak ever um, currently, um, well, I think they, they picked some up right uh, recently, but they were they had a losing streak for a while. But yep. like Sidney Crosby just like won't quit. He's like, what do you mean you guys are like, you're getting old. He's like, yeah, yeah, I don't hear it. Who cares? It's kind of impressive. Ovi is the same. It feels like Ovechkin is also like, what do you mean I'm old? He just keeps scoring goals. It's ridiculous. Like, he broke another record with like the, for, like, the most goals ever scored with the same team. Wow. Oh, wow. It's just, he, he, won't, he won't stop. He's going to beat Gordie, Gordie Howe soon, I think. Well, Russian machine never breaks. Russian machine may break, but he will always continue. Put, yep. put himself back together. Russian machine is a perpetual motion machine. Yeah, damn right. Well, um... All of that and many more games will happen in the next couple of weeks, which we'll probably have a ton more machines, hockey robots, whatever stories next time. Uh, we record the weekend after American Thanksgiving, uh, which is... Thank you, Iris. I say American Thanksgiving because I am not in America or Canada, so, you know, I have to specify this. Is there such thing as Dutch Thanksgiving? Do you guys have an equivalent no. holiday? No, we just work, and then we have uh, our uh, Christmas equivalent uh, early in December. Oh, you know what's exciting about? And then we do have Christmas. But this is—I forgot about this game. So the Comets play a Thanksgiving Day game every year. Um, it's like oh. their Bob Chase Memorial game. Who is one of um the announcers for the Comets that passed away? And I'm taking my dad with me. He has, oh, nice. I don't think, ever been to a game with me before. Um, so it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope you have a good time. I hope they I'll win for you. Dad. They probably won't. We only have yeah. one uh, regulation win so far this season. So oh, uh, I'm not holding my breath, but pain, it'll be fun. <laughs> pain. Yeah, we're, we, we suck this year. She says I, perfectly. I, happy Iris, do the Into the Woods agony thing. I can't hit it agony <laughs> thank you exactly yes i did theater these past couple of weeks i know Shocking. do we need to do like a proper email list blah 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 outro or do we not it's up to you I feel like we don't need it.
That's all, folks. Do we get copyright claimed if we say that? Mm, I'm going to go with no. Okay. I don't actually know, but that's what we're going yeah, with. We've decided. Okay. <laughs> Peace. Thanks for hanging out with the chipmunks. Yeah. <laughs>